Hello and welcome to a very, very, very special Around the Ring in seven days. Even more special than a the little Leggings tight, gate. tight legging gate, <laughs> as, as we're calling it in the studio, I guess. Um, fantastic episode up ahead of you. We've just finished uh, recording the interview with WWE UK superstar Amir Jordan. Mm. Uh, the reason we had Amir on the show uh, and that we we tried to get him on uh, as quickly as we knew he was signed was because we know that a lot of our listener base is um, wrestling trainees. Yeah. Amir's come from a training background. He, you know, he's he's about three years, two years, Mm -hmm. two and a half years into his career. Um, And it is... Absolutely incredible just to hear... It's a really nice sort of success His way story, of how he's it? done it and his success story. Completely humble guy. Yeah. Like I said, the reason we wanted him on, one of the nicest guys yeah. in pro wrestling today. Um, and I'm excited for everyone to hear it. Yeah. I really am. So without think, further ado, I don't know well, you want to get I in. thought we could have gone a bit longer for this intro, Tom. Do but you? it doesn't matter. No, I no, do no, need no to go, go on. Say what you need no, to say. No, I was just saying like the, the general vibe of the interview that you get from Amir is that like... He's so grounded in like reality. Mm. Like he takes every step. He, yeah. Instead of trying to, you know, jump to the top, yeah, he's, yeah. he's taking every rung of the ladder to the top. Like, uh, and and just kind of living in the moment, which I think a lot of people don't seem to do. Like they just want that goal of like they've got that end. Oh, game. I want to be at WrestleMania one day, which is, you know, I'm sure the ultimate goal for everyone. Yeah. I'd, I'd I'm sure that, it's Amir's ultimate goal. Yeah. But- He's he's grounded in the reality of step by step, step show by, by yeah, show. Yeah, and I think you'll get that impression from the, yeah. the, the interview as well. And it's 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 an interesting way of looking at the way things are done without yeah, you know, giving too much away. Mm. Um so yeah, we're we're very excited for you guys to hear it. Here it is. Okay then, we've just uh we've just gone onto the phone with uh new signee to WWE UK, uh, Amir Jordan. How are you doing today, Amir? Not too bad, not too bad. I'm okay. My voice is a bit crackly because uh, I only got home like five hours ago from the show. But yeah, now I'm feeling pretty good. Excellent, good to hear. So you were working uh, Riptide last night. Yeah, I was at Riptide last night. Yeah, we did the uh, Riptide Rumble last night. <laughs> so that was in Brighton, so it was a bit of a drive. It was a bit of a drive there and back. Um, oh, yeah, it was good. A good fun show. Real, real fun show yesterday. Yeah. Where, where are you based, Amir? Uh, I'm based in West Yorkshire, so it's a ah, right. town called Dewsbury, just yeah, outside yeah. Leeds. Yeah, uh, just outside Leeds in Bradford. Cool, cool. So, uh, like I said, we wanted to have you on the show because we've uh, mainly our listener base is around about sort of trainee wrestlers, people that are probably like a couple of years ago weren't far behind yourself, uh, and obviously you're a breakout star um, into this sort of current climate. Um, obviously making now your debut in WWE, uh, but you've also done some pretty impressive things over the last couple of years. There was a time where uh, you'd come down to WrestlePro a few uh, a few months back, and I just remember saying to you, uh, you're everywhere on my Facebook. We weren't Facebook friends at the time, but you were every time I went onto Facebook, you were being mentioned on there. It was pretty <laughs> incredible. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, like I spent like a good few months uh, coming across... Um, across to Manchester and like that was one of my aims like about a year, year and a half ago was like I recognised that especially up north in the UK there's so many good schools um, 
probably within like a two-hour radius of where I lived. Yeah. And uh, obviously, Russell Pro was one of them. Um, but that was my aim. That was my aim was to kind of leverage and use the facilities that we've got. And like, especially up north, we had like, there's, there's Wrestle Pro in Leeds, there's like Ligero and Marty Jones, they've got training schools there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you go up for, for me, like, I went up to Holt when GW and I trained with like Matt Myers and Nathan Cruz. Uh, like just under two hours away in Newcastle, there's Rampage Brown. You've got Marty Jones in Oldham, who's got his own school. You've yep. got Joe Connors down in Nottingham, who's got his own place. That's only like an hour and a half away. So like, I've obviously I drive and like the little money that I was putting together through wrestling, I was like, right, well, I need to invest this back in and kind of like, you know, utilize the facilities that we've got because we're like. We're in a very lucky place now where, like, even compared to, like, guys that came up, like, 10, 12 years ago, a lot of those guys didn't have, like, this many, you know, op- this much opportunity to go and train with people that are good. Mm, um, yeah. No, you know, you can... Difference. Yeah, you're completely right, right in terms of the facilities and stuff that are available now. Um, exactly, exactly. We've got so much opportunity to learn from all these different people and, like, they're all, like, Everyone, like, works a different style as well. So, like, it's just great to go and learn off different people who work yeah. styles and kind of incorporate it into your own thing. I think the North has got a really strong presence, hasn't it, really? Well, I, I think that was the thing. I was sort of like, I don't know if any, either of you have been keeping up with this impact and this media con mm. sort of thing that have been going on, but they turned around the other day and were like, oh, we've had such a great response for the UK but we're not really hearing anything from the northwest or the north and I'm like if you're not hearing anything from the northwest you're not in the, you're not mm. in the right circles you're not if you're not hearing stuff from the north we have an incredible scene going on not just mm. in shows but the schools in the north are by far the best if you go to Joseph Connor's school you're going to learn something amazing and then the next day you can probably go down to Marty Jones's school and learn something incredible as well yeah, yeah. it's yeah, absolutely different and like I would say, like, one of the best places to be based in the UK as, like, a young wrestler is the North, just yeah. because of the fact that you've got so many good places to learn. And you get, uh, I guess you only have to look at, like, me and Tom went down to the PCW Academy, didn't yeah. we, last week, and, you know, you had guys coming up from London, weren't they? There was a guy from Portsmouth down there. Portsmouth. Yeah, there was a guy from Finland who came over yeah. to, to sort of to wrestle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's Ashton, right? That that. That teaches that. Ashton's Ashton's yeah. head at uh, PCW. Yeah, yeah. I mean Ashton as well. Like I've not, I've not, I've not spent much time like working with him or training with him. But like the little that I've seen of Ashton as well, like I'd love to go over there. He's he's someone and, I'd like, fully recommend training with Ashton. Yeah. The the guy yeah. is someone who just and gets again, it. Like, there's so many names we're throwing out. Like last week, I got myself across to Zach Gibson and uh, James Drake's place as well. Mm. Was that before. your first time there? Or have you checked out there before? That was my first time. I'd been meaning to go there for a yeah. while. Um, but like Zach and JD have got such a good, they've got such a good thing going over there. Oh, yeah. They've got a great space like set out at the gym that they're working. Yeah. Um, I know you like you guys have got Sam training with. Yeah. Uh, training people there as well, and like I know it's like Sam Bailey's really good as well. So like, it's just they thought like for for a young trainee, in my opinion, like there's no. There's no excuse to not get trained well anymore. Yeah, no. yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, that was an excuse. That could have been an excuse 
maybe even like six or seven years ago. Mm. But I, I like there's just no excuse to not go get trained well, um, and not like you shouldn't. You, you can't blame your training anymore because no. there's just so many good people. Like Dean Olmark, he's got his place um, in Liverpool as well. Like I've never got myself across there, but like. I'm sure, like, if you went across that again, you'd learn a completely different because he's ke- he came up in the All Star system. Um, so, like, that's another place, and like, that's just like how many in the last four or five minutes? How many? We've probably named about ten or twelve different places. Yeah, yeah, we should. Should... Yeah, so like the, the crop of talent coming through now, you know. He's, you know, you... So heavily northwest based. I mean, yeah. north, north in general. I mean, look at the amount of guys that have been signed for this tournament. Most of them work out of the north mm. this time around. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of lads. Like, there's guys from Scotland. Like, there's, there's I'm like, there's really good players in Scot players in Scotland to train as well. Um, it's just, yeah, it's incredible. And like, the best thing about it is that uh, like, there's all these places that I don't, uh, even in the south as well, like. There's, there's, there's some really good schools in London as well. Um, mm. Like, all of these places will produce, like, at least two or three really good guys, like, a year or every six months, yeah. who will then, mm. like, go into the system. Um, and, like, there's opportunities now because there's so many promotions around the country as well. Yeah. So all of these guys that are coming through that will be good will get opportunities at these promotions. Um, which will then, it's almost like, it's a weird one, but it's, all, it, it's pretty crazy how like there the seems to be like a, a assembly line of guys coming through all the time. Yeah, yeah that's good. That's how it should be, uh, really. Creates more competition. Yeah, but like, I don't think there's ever been like this much good talent in mm. the UK before. Certainly not on the British um, scene, I don't think. I, I, if I'm quite honest, I don't think anywhere's producing talent Maybe Japan, obviously, but Japan's obviously so heavily invested into their training and had such good facilities all the time. But for certainly in, definitely even in maybe the US, I don't think there's ever been this influx of just good talent after good talent after good talent. And I think that there's an opportunity here in the UK anyway, with all the opportunities that are coming up, to have like have that same same thing within like the next ten fifteen years of like mm. wow, like. The, the the UK is producing all of these, you know, or keep, they just keep producing guys and guys because, like I said, all these schools are good. Like, and then as people are getting more experience and stuff, as people are getting better, like they'll start opening their own places and they'll start training people. And like, as long as they're trained well, um, and they've got their own experiences, they'll keep their training as well. Mm. And it is it just can become like a continuous thing where um, everyone gets good. So when when exactly did you start training, Amir? When did you get straight into the sort of uh, when did you decide this was this was it for you? You wanted to get into pro wrestling. Um, so for me personally, like I went to like university and stuff, and I lived abroad for a few years. I used to work in um, I used to work in banking. Um, yeah. So I had like an office career. Um, I was living in London at the time. I was actually working in central London. This was probably. We're talking around 2015 time is when I made like the decision. Yeah. Uh, obviously, with my training and stuff. Um, so it was like a conscious decision before that decision was made to like get myself in shape and stuff, and like um, just generally like you know clean up my uh, health and stuff like the way I ate and all that stuff. So yeah. like 
And then I started, I started like enjoying that change that I was making in my life, and I was like, wow, like I'm getting in decent, like I'm, I'm getting in like half decent shape here. Mm. And I was like, I'm kind of getting a bit used, a bit not used to like I was getting getting a bit bored of like this office life that I was living, and like I was making decent money in London at the time, um, but it's just at that age I was just like, nah, this. I don't. I don't want to be doing this for. There's more to more to life out uh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As stable as that was, um, and then that's when like I seeked out of school and I was just like, right, what what is it that I actually love? Mm. And like the be- like that, it was always pro wrestling. It was always going to be pro wrestling, um, which then led me to the uh, progress school. Um, they 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 it's now run under Knuckle Locks Academy, but it, at the time it was run under the Projo. Which was progress wrestling. Like, oh, right. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was that was in Brixton, which was a, like I, I was living in Elephant Castle at the time, and Brixton is only like a fifteen minute tube, fifteen twenty minute tube down. So I like kind of seeked out yeah. their training and went through like their beginners course and intermediate course, um, and they do like an advanced course and stuff, which which gets you in shows and stuff like that. Um, so I spent like six months training. Five or six months training at the Pro Show under uh, Daryl Allen. Okay. Um, and yeah, like I spent like five months there, and then it went until like the end of 2015. And then during that time, I uh, got in touch with Lance Storm in Calgary um, to go down to uh, train with him in his school in Canada. Oh, right. Okay. Um, so I got myself out to Canada, and that was like the first <clears> half of 2016. And the idea always was like. It was a thing of like, if I'm going to do this, like I'm going to have a, like a proper go at it. Oh yeah, um, well, did that definitely traveling down to uh, the Landstorm Academy? Yeah, yeah, and, and that was just like that was just like from listening to like wrestling podcasts and like speaking out like on Google and stuff. It was just like, like where's the best? Like, so I had a bit of money saved up and stuff, and it was like, right, okay, where's the best place like in the world to go train? How how am I going to get like the best education in this? Um, and Landstorm's name kept coming up, and then it was just it was just a matter of like, all right, I guess I'm I guess I'm going to go to I guess I'm going to go to Canada now. Um, and I've always had that kind of attitude as well, like especially yeah. when I finished university. Like my a big thing for me was like, and it still is, was to like travel the world. Um, so mm-hmm. as well as like going out there and training with Lance was such a good experience as well. It was like an exciting thing to go and live in another country for like six months, which I ended up doing. Um, and you were you were training yeah. training with Lance for six months then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I was I was out of those six months I was training with Lance for three months. So like that's how Lance's um, course is structured. You uh, you train Monday to Friday, five days a week uh, from like ten o'clock to one o'clock. So you do like three hours every day, and it's like quite it's quite intense. Yeah. How was that on your body so then? Um, it was fine. Like, it was it was great. Like the first like the first month is quite intense it's just because you're getting used to a new environment yeah. and like I was there in January so like Calgary in January is super cold yeah. like, wow. it's like the cold that we get you know at like in November time this is like probably not probably definitely the coldest I've ever felt uh-huh. and like I've, I've never seen more snow <laughs> um, than I have in my whole life um, in Canada but as the year went on, like the weather got really nice, and I like the summer was really nice in Canada. Um, but yeah, like Lancer's course is really good. I'd like recommend it to anyone. Um, he teaches like 
it teaches a very uh, TV WWE type style, um, mm. and that's really like that's that gives you a really good foundation to build upon on like you know. So j- just to ask then, is this, is Lance's teaching storm? Is it like when he's got you in there, he sits you down and he says, right. I want some of you guys to go to TV and stuff like that. It's not, it's oh, clearly like, like he's invested in you and he's like, I want to produce people that are going to go to WWE. Oh, 100%, 100%. And like, that's how he teaches everyone. And like, when, and in our class, like, we have people that are very, of varying uh, ability levels and like varying experiences and stuff. And like, so like, I'd been training for like six months at a time and I'd, like, I'd have like a match. Um, we had a lad that actually works down south called Lewis Howley, who had been wrestling for like three years on the UK scene um, and went out to Lancers. And then we had like other guys who had never been inside a wrestling ring ever. <clears throat> um, so we had like about quite a wide array of you know experiences. Yeah. But we all started together. We all start at the same level. We all started doing some cardio and like you know doing drills and rolls and bumps and stuff and like. Within those three months, you end up advancing from all of that to like actually having matches, um, and then like Lance is so hands-on and he's so like still like I think he's probably like forty-seven now and he's still running his school and he's still very physically fit. Yeah. So Lance, Lance, and this is one of the best things about it is that Lance is in there training with you in the ring, mm-hmm. um, and like Lance still he'll still take bumps and like you know we all we all had matches with him. Um, and then, like, by the time the three months were over, like, we were all having matches with each other and stuff. And, like, it gives you, like, it does give you, like, a really good base and foundation to build upon, to take forward into, like, you know, going out there um, and working, like, the independent scene and stuff. Mm. Um, could they, and, like, could they tell that, on the, could they tell on the tryout that you were Landstone trained? Did they know? Um, so, like, it's weird. So, like, I've kind of, like, Never had to try help, um, but like when I spoke to like certain people and they asked me, obviously I told them that I trained with Lance. Yeah, and like it kind of like it is a good like because obviously it's he's well recognised uh, from the work that he did. It does help telling people obviously that you've been trained by Lance because yeah. at least again at, at the very least they'll know that like. You've gone and seeked out. You're committed if you're coming from the UK to go train with Lance, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And it takes like it takes a lot more than that. Like a lot of people might think that, all right, I'll go train with Lance Storm. I'll have that Lance Storm name on my CV, so to speak. And then all of a sudden, like I'm going to start getting booked everywhere. And like you realise very quickly, that's not that's not how it works. No. At all. Like you've gone and trained with Lance, which is great. Um, but that like there's a lot more work that goes into it. So like after like six months, so like I did Lancers for three months. Then I was out there in Canada for three months, just like working like the Canadian indie scene, um, and driving around and you know trying to get booked and like you know with it with it with a little bit of success. The scene out there is especially in Western Canada is quite sparse and it's quite like everything's very far apart. So like I was yeah. like, I, I was driving like eight nine hours. It, East and west to like go and train, uh, like uh, sorry to go and work work shows and stuff. But again, like those were like my formative shows type of thing, and like driving that that many di- that much distance in those times meant that when I came back to the UK, like again, like 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 I went yesterday, like going to Brighton, 
whilst over here might be like, wow, that's going to be a long drive. That's a long yeah. drive. Whilst it is a long drive, but like I'm used to it compared to <laughs> what I've done in the past. Like, yeah. um, but when I came back, so I came back in July 2016 and moved back up north uh, to where I'm from. And again, it was a very deliberate decision in terms of, all right, I can move back home. Um, my parents were more than happy to have me back home. Yeah. And it's like a very, it was a strategic decision because like, I was, I'd be in the centre of the country then I could go north, I could go south and I wouldn't be too far away from everything mm, else. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I could kind of like, you know, spread my wings from like the middle of the country and it was a very like deliberately made decision but I'd go like, when I started going to like Grapple which was the first school that I went to train with like Martin Ligero and stuff like yeah. Obviously I tell people I train with Lance and it's just like, alright, cool. But no one really, no one went, oh wow, like you're going to be really good. Yeah. Just because you train with Lance because as good as Lance is, like you've got to have your own. They've still got to say. I always, I always say because I handle a lot of the CVs that get sent into WrestlePro. A, a big gripe for sending me CVs is people tell me what seminars they've been to. Just telling me what seminar you've been to doesn't mean that I'm automatically going to go. You're a good wrestler. Anyone it just can tells attend me that anyone can go to a seminar. But I, I, I get so I get where you're coming from with that and stuff like that. You've still got to go out and obviously prove uh your work ethic. Oh, one hundred percent. Like and it's one of the things that I tell like younger lads or like newer lads that are coming through as well. It's just like go and like go and train at as many different places as you can. Um like mm. we've got like a we've got like three or four young lads uh based like locally to us mm. but like so much talent and they're gonna be so good. But like I've always told them and like, you know, there's a few of us up north that I've been around and stuff like a little bit. And like, I mean, I've not been around that long, but like, it's that thing of, yeah, you're really good. And especially in the UK, there's so many guys that are really good that kind of fall down a little bit in the aspect of getting themselves out there. Because mm -hmm. um, that's, that's the thing, you're, you're right. There are so many guys that are really good. We're not looking for, re no one's looking for really good guys anymore. You're looking for those great guys. Mm -hmm. That are out there, and, they... and, but that's it. Like you, the only way you become that is by getting variety, you know, yeah. Out there and learning, yeah. You know, Trying different these, schools and... and like that's what I'll always tell. Like these, we've got like a few. We've got like a seventeen and an eighteen-year-old lad here. Um, and like the one thing I always say is, go go get a part-time job. Go save your money. Mm. Buy a car. Because if you've got a car, then that means that you're mobile and you can go literally anywhere. Yeah. You can go to train with different people. You can go to shows and help out. And, like, that's another thing that I did. Like, I'd always, like, sit in a car. And, like, at the time, like, when I moved back, um, I, I became really good mates with Liam Slater. And, like, I'd travel in the car with him. I always were, all right, okay, have you got a space? Where are you going this weekend? Um, I'll jump in with you. So, like, I was always that guy that was, like, hanging around shows, helping out. Yeah. yeah. Helping out with a ring, speaking to a promoter. And then eventually people start noticing you where they're just like they'll walk past you and be like you're always around like who are you where do you, mm. where do you train alright you know let's have a look at you um, alright you know here's an opportunity and then you can build upon that but you only get you only get those opportunities by being there be because the correct correct me if I'm wrong a bit that's where your progress debut came from wasn't it you turned up to help out and they needed you absolutely exactly like so with the progress thing, I, because I started my training there and stuff, like I already had like a bit of this, a bit of a relationship with like John Briley, who used to run the place. So like, yeah, on 
used to come down to the training school regularly when I was like very new there. Um, so I kind of like I kind of already knew knew John and he knew who I was and stuff. And like even when I went to Canada and stuff, like I told John, oh, like you know, I'm off out to Canada uh, to train with Lance. And like when I came back uh, from Canada as well, like I got in touch uh, with John and Darrow who trained <clears> and stuff. And like they had like at the time they were running these shows called Potential, which were like almost like uh, trainee shows. Yeah. Mm, um, yeah, yeah. And like you know, I, they got me down, and like John, John got me down in London, and he was like, you know, come down, and I want to, I want to take a look at you and see how, you know, see how you are after like you know being to Lancers and stuff. And mm. I remember like going down there and like just getting some little positive bits of feedback with. And again, by no means like I was like, you know, I didn't all of a sudden in six months become absolutely incredible, but mm. like. It was that thing of, oh, okay, cool, like, you know, you, you, you're in a lot better spot, like, you know, going out to Canada and training with Lance has turned out well for you. And then even, so, like, post that, anytime, like, anytime progress would come to, like, Manchester or Sheffield or even Birmingham, I'd always get myself down to the shows and I'd always go and help out and stuff. And I was always, like, progress was the place that I started my training at. And it's, like, I always used to um even when I was training there, I'd always help out at like the shows and do ring crew and stuff. Yeah, and, like it's always had like such a good vibe about it. Show and like that's a big part of their product is just like the environment and the atmosphere at the shows. And yeah. like I always enjoyed it. I always used to enjoy it before. So like when I was like kind of uh, on the scene in the UK, I always wanted to make sure that like I stayed in touch there and like would always if I if I was free and like I didn't I wasn't booked that day. I'd always go and help out in Manchester or Sheffield and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and like December of last year was another situation like that. But by, by, by the time, like by the time the back end of last year came up, I was finding myself like quite busy. Mm, yeah, I was, you know, I was being given opportunities with like NGW to work like Butlins camp shows, um, which were like, you know, that was that was a very good like way to like earn a living because they were like very consistent and yeah. those are shows and like I was starting to get booked at a lot of shows up north and you know starting to actually get really busy mm. um, and then I just found myself free on a Sunday and myself and a couple of lads like went down I was like come on like you know who wants to, who wants to go down and help out um, so we went down and like helped out and I'd always make a point to like introduce myself and like you know to a lot of the you know to, to the guys that ran it um, and by that time, like, I got to know quite a few of the guys that were on the shows as well, just by being around, um, you know, being being around them on the shows or, like, working on the same shows and stuff. So, like, I felt very comfortable in that environment where I could literally just go help out and then, like, you know, enjoy the show and watch and learn just by watching the show and then help tear down and then go home. Yeah. And, like, yeah. for me, that was, like, for me, that was a good day where I was just yeah. like, all right, cool. And I'd always, you know, one of the biggest bit, bits of advice that I was being given from the start is if you're ever going to a show to help out, always bring your gear because you never know mm -hmm. um, what might happen. Yeah. And like, I'd, 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 at that time, when I'd have probably gone to like, God knows how many shows with my gear just in the back to the point where it was like, all right, I know I'm not going to get on this show, but I just out of a force of habit, I will yeah. bring my gear, leave it in the car, go, you know, go into the show, go help out and enjoy it. But, like, it rarely works for me at the time where it helped get me booked. But, again, you never know. And, like, I turned up on the day, and it was, like, it was quite cold that day up north, but, like, it wasn't, like, the, none of the roads, especially up north, got, like, shut down. Oh, right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 
turned up. So, like, again, I turned up, helped out with the ring, helped out with the chairs and stuff, setting up, set everything up. And uh, went down to, like, Sainsbury's to get some food uh, for doing the show, um, to eat on the show. And then, yeah. like, as I was in, I was as I was in Sainsbury's, I got a, I got a message from John saying, "Oh, do you want to work tonight?" And I'm like, uh, "Yeah." <laughs> and then and then I went on Twitter and had a look whilst I was at Sainsbury's, just like walking back, thinking, "Why, why, wait, why, why do you want me?" And then I had a look and I saw that like you know Pete Trent and Tyler got like stuck in Ireland because their flights got cancelled. Um, yeah. Flash Morgan, Flash Morgan Webster and like a bunch of lads got stuck in like the Midlands because all the trains down south got cancelled mm. because the, the snow was really bad down south. You <clears> know, <throat> like, next thing you know, like, I'm walking back to the O2 and like, I get there and like, Jim, John and Glenn are like, okay, like, we had this eight man, you know, scramble advertised and we could have, like, we could have cut it down to like being like a five way or whatever, but, we advertised an eight man, so we're going to put an eight man on. Mm. Um, and then there was there was myself, Saxon Huxley, and Gabriel Kidd that were like the surprise entrance. And they were like, "We'll have you guys as like surprise guys." And that's the second where I was just like, "No one's going to know who I am," because I'd not been like I'd not been around like I'd been around a little bit, but like I based mainly worked like up north and like this, you know, in a few of the smaller upcoming promotions and stuff. Um, and I was looking around, I was looking around at these eight guys and I was like, you know, the four or five of them were like established guys that everyone knew yeah. their progress. And then like, you've got Saxon who's, who's recognizable because he was part of like the first UK tournament. Yeah. yeah. You've got like, you've got Gabe who's like, who's part, who was a big part of like what culture when that was hot. And like, he, you know, he, he's worked guys like, you know, Cody Rhodes and, mm. you know, he was, you know, he did like the Bullet Club thing on Dave Rhodes and stuff and, like He's a very recognisable name in, you know, British wrestling. Um, and then there's me who was like, all right, okay, kind of like, you know, done camps and like doing smaller shows. Are any of these people going to know who I am when I come out? Um, so yeah, I just remember like, not having any time to think, which was in a way a good thing because I didn't really yeah. have time to have, be nervous and stuff because it was literally like, we got back and like we're just like, all right, okay, we're gonna get, we're gonna be on the show. Like, let's get changed. Let's go. You know, let's put yeah. the, let's go out there. Um, and like that's, I was waiting. So like they had like all of their guys come out, and then like Saxon went out and he got a good reaction. And I was like, oh okay, that's Saxon from WWE. Gabe went out and got a really good reaction. So like, oh yeah, that's Gabe that we've seen on What Culture. Um, and then like my music played, and I was like, no one's gonna know what I am. Like I'm gonna need to like. The way, especially in an eight man as well, the way I'm gonna get people to remember me is through like this entrance and yeah. character that I portray, which really isn't a character. It's just, it's just what I've always like. It's just, it's just something that I've done at like weddings all my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's kind of like it's very, it's, it comes naturally to me. I was just like, right, if I'm gonna get them, I'm gonna get them on this entrance. So like, let me like, you know, let let's just give everything on this entrance, and then like, you know, hope for the best. I was just going to say uh, that no, no, your entrance is is a is a big thing, isn't it? Your your entrance. So going through yeah. your head backstage, you must have thought, right? I need to sort of give my entrance like everything to sort of exactly, exactly. And if you like, if you watch back, if anything, like if anything, I gave it too much and I got too <laughs> excited. But like, I'd rather, do you know what I mean? I'd rather give it because it was it was just for me. It was it was a very special like kind of moment just because yeah. of the fact that it's like, all right, things have kind of come full circle here. It's crazy, like, how, like, 
less than two years ago at the time I would I was training at you know at the progress school and like I'd watch I'd watch on I'd look on from like ring crew and see all these guys who then like at the time were like wow these guys are like stars to me mm. who had never had a match and then a lot of the same guys I ended up becoming like very good friends with and learning from guys like you know Ligero Nathan Cruz Rampage who you know who I'd watched and kind of looked up to, I was I became I got the opportunity to learn from them, yeah, out with yeah. them and become friends with them. And now like here I am like on the similar you know, on a similar type of, you know, on the same platform that they yeah. got, um at at progress, which like in front of that, you know, crowd and that whole different vibe that they've got. So it was a very like it was a very special type of, you know, special day for me. Um, even though like like I said, it all it all came around by accident. Um, well, give yourself some credit. Like by fortune, <laughs> I guess. But again, it was that case of being in the right place at the right time. If I wasn't there that day, like, there wasn't. Yeah. And it's, like oh, you I said about taking time. part, you know, going down, helping out. So, like, that is, you know, a big part of wrestling, you know, that people, 100%. some people maybe don't yeah. understand. So, like. That, that's the real, that's, to be honest, that's where the real work is. Mm, yeah. Um, that's where you do your work is when you get the miles. In the car is where the actual work is. Yeah. It's like when you get like for me as well, when I've gotten to the shows or like where, whether I'm wrestling or helping out and stuff, that's the fun bit. That's always been the fun bit where like even if I'm helping out and I'm watching the show, so like I go grab a seat and I sit and watch the show. So it's like all right, this is this is going to be easy. This is going to be fun. Yeah, that's not. There's there's, there's no yeah. work to it at all. Yeah. It's there's no like for me. There's never been no work to it. The hard part's been right. Okay, getting up, getting in the car and driving, and then yeah. especially like. And to be honest, that can become a lot easier if you're driving, if you've got, like, people that are, like, on the same mindset. Yeah. You always get, you always get attracted to each other. Um, um, but, yeah, like, going back to that day, yeah, like, it was just, like, I gave I gave my entrance everything. Um, I came out, and luckily it was in Sheffield. And, like, I didn't I didn't quite realise, like, and people from all over the country go to these progress. Yeah. Like, literally, like, all over. Yeah. Luckily, this one was in Sheffield. And there was a lot of people from like the northeast, and there were some people from the northwest and like Yorkshire that knew who I was, just from being on the scene type of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was almost like, oh wow, like you know, we're in Yorkshire, and there's like kind of one of our lads that are on. So I ended up getting like a good reaction that day. Um, and it's funny because like after that, it kind of gave me like a lot of confidence because like I got like a bit of a boost on social media and like. Um, a bit of a like, boost. You got a huge boost. That was incredible. <laughs> that went know, everywhere. Yeah. That that video uh, yeah. you did in the Bangra dancing. Well, that was it. And like one of the best things that like Progress did was put out that entrance. And like honestly, and and it kind of goes to show as well. It's just like this was just the entrance. Like no one had seen. No, no one saw you wrestle. Mm. No, they'd seen the entrance. Um, but it kind of goes to show as well. Like. Um, your performance. I don't. I can't remember who said it, or it might have been like off like a podcast or like a seminar or something. But it was always like your performance doesn't start when the bell rings. Your performance starts the second your music plays. Yeah, that's a regal quote. Um, I'm sure that's a regal. I think quote. it must. It must be. It must be. But it, it like it, it rings so true. Mm. Where like you can get people invested into your wrestling character before the bell even yeah. rings. And so, like was, so of, was that where was that where the Bangra Bad Boy sort of gimmick came about then, or had you already been doing that for a little while? I'd already been doing it. I'd been, so like I started doing like the Bangra stuff um, ever since like I moved back to the UK. Yeah. 
Um, so like I was doing that on the scene, and it was kind of again like it was at places like North and Rise and stuff. Like it was kind of gathering like a little bit of a buzz type of thing. Yeah. Um, online where like they'd seen that like I do these entrances where like I use like the crowd and the venue and stuff. Like like if I'd ever see like a bar, I'd be like, all right, this will be this will make for a pretty cool bit yeah, on yeah. the entrance if I go and you know dance on the bar or something like that. Um, and like it was kind of, and they'd released like little you know little entrance videos of, you know, of me doing that. Um, and, like, it was starting to gain, like, a little bit of steam. But, again, it was that thing of, like, I got given this big platform of progress to kind of do it. They put, they put the, you know, they put the big entrance out. And, like, they've got, like, a good reach. And, like, progress have got, like, a very good international reach as well. Where people yeah, yeah. So, like, all of a sudden, I'm starting to see, like, especially when I was done, like, my phone had gone off, like, crazy and I was still at the show because we were on quite early. I was still at the show and like I was I was feeling great and like my phone just goes off and I was just I just I just like I just locked my phone and I was like nah I need to like I want to enjoy I want to yeah. enjoy the moment good idea I want to enjoy the rest of the show and stuff and like and then I remember like we went out to eat after um, went out to eat after in Sheffield and like I started going through my phone and like my battery died just because of like how many notifications and stuff like just online i was just like all right this is cool but it's that thing of like it gave me a bit of, it gave me a lot of self-belief and it was quite a big turning point from then um just in terms of like all right like i can capitalize on this i can make this work and like once you get that little bit of self-belief and confidence yeah. it, it's shocking how like how far that can take in like and that was only like what we're, we're in June now. We've only just started in June. That was only like six or seven months ago. But ever since that, going into the start of the year, I was just like, right, okay, I'm going to use this, and I'm like, I'm going to like this is this is going to be it. This is going to be. I mean, little did I know what opportunities what were going to present yeah. themselves. But like the idea was always right. Okay, whatever happens, whatever opportunities come, I'm going to make sure that I'm in the right place at the right time, and like I'm working, you know, yeah. at all of these places, and I'm. And and again, it, it it all kind of like my mindset. Whilst I always wanted it to be like that, kind of became that after that opportunity and after that little bit of a buzz that I got for myself. Um, was 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 that? And, it, and I, I've literally like I'm kind of like almost in a weird way, kind of still riding off that buzz, hmm. and just trying to like just trying to extend that as long as it goes. So like. Tell us then, you mentioned before that you didn't actually have a tryout or anything for, for WWE. Can you tell us like how this came about then for the, the tournament? Um, yeah, so like, I mean, up until like a couple of months ago, like we were all, you know, I was I was just doing my thing. I was I was starting to, you know, I was getting busy and I was starting yeah. to get my name out and stuff. And I was like, all right, you know. And, and at that time, like, I was just like, yeah, this year's gone really well. Like, it, it's gone a lot better than I hoped it would. And like, you know. It's going great, and then they just they, they got in touch. They got in touch out of the. It was kind of out of the blue, I guess. Um, but like, like it's progress. Have a relationship with WWE, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and like they they kind of seen me a little bit. So like, even after the progress show that I did, I did like a live at the Dome show that progress run. Okay. Um, and I th- and I think like the footage from that and like my performance at the Sheffield show and stuff and like maybe some of my other stuff that was out there kind of made it into like WB radar. Yeah. Um, and then this talk with this tournament coming up and stuff and like they were just like we'd, we'd like it to become 
we'd like you to be a part of this tournament. Um, and he, was it? I was just like, I was just like, what me really? <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry, go on. You were asking. Was was there anyone in particular who contacted you? Um, it was through like it was through their talent and it was through their talent development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with their guys. Um, and like, yeah, it was just like, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get in touch. We'll get in touch with you within a few days with more details of like where we want you and stuff. And like, that you know, that they, they said they, they obviously they asked me, and like, it, it didn't take me long to make the decision. Where <laughs> no, no, obviously. I, yes, yeah. I would like to be part of your uh, <laughs> of, of, of the WWE UK tournament. Um, <laughs> and and like, it was it was great. It was just like, it it it, it was almost a feeling of wait, what this is. This is too soon. This wasn't. This was. This was potentially never supposed to happen. Let alone this soon. Yeah. Um, but again, it was that kind of thing of like, I've got this new thing where it's just like, I just think like, just don't think about it. Just do it. Like, yeah. It's happening. Like, because things, 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 things move fast, and it's really easy to kind of like get carried away or like, yeah. Things are moving too fast, so like, it, it, it can, it can make it difficult to like deal with almost. Um, which is why, like, my main aim, especially now, is to like keep working and like you know keep keep doing what I've been doing because it's got me to this stage, and just like kind of like mentally almost keep up with the rate of how things are going. Um, but yeah, like basically that's 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 literally how it came about. Nothing, nothing crazy. Um, and then they had, like you know they had us they had us come down and do some medical and. Mm. Stuff and all that, and they were just like, "Yep, you're gonna be, you're gonna be part of the tournament." And I was like, "All right, cool." And then the announcements were made and stuff, and I was yeah. just like, "And then again, it was that same thing of like, WWE big platform on social media, they make the big announcement, and then like your phone goes crazy again." Yeah, wow. Um, and then like you get all these, start getting all these notifications, and like I had like my mates from like that, I'd, you know, from school and uni being like, "Wow, like, you know, you." You're gonna you you actually you actually made it to like you know a decent level here. You've done you've done well. So like that was really good, especially like almost like getting that validation from a lot of people as well. Because like I think for mo- for a lot of people wrestling within their circle of friends or family is not it's not the done thing. No, no. It sounds like as anyone who I, we sort of spoke to, mm. you know, t- about you being on the the tournament. Anyone who knows you or knows of you is happy that you're in there you know it's so like that says a lot about your character as well so and it sounds like you've got your feet sort of planted firmly on the ground regardless of whether how much of a kind of dream this is for you so like that's it's nice to hear how because tom's always said that sorry as i was saying like tom's always said the night you're the nicest guy ever you are, yeah, yeah, no, you are. I think when we did, because uh, we, we did PCW a couple of weeks ago, uh, and it was, I think you were a last-minute replacement for someone. Someone had pulled out, and you'd been, you'd been called in. And it's just uh, one of the, was, that, was that Halifax? Halifax, yeah. You, you ended up doing uh, the dancing with T-Bone at the end. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it was just, <laughs> it was sugaring. It was just great fun <laughs> because as soon as. As soon as you were announced for it and stuff like that, it was so like, oh, Amir's going to be there. He's yeah, great to yeah. be on a show with, like, or he's great to have in a room or anything in the back. And it's just, yeah, you know, no. it, good things seem to happen to yeah. good people sometimes. Keep, it? keep yeah. them positive vibes. It is. 
It is like, and it is if if you think positively, and I've always been mm. big on that. And like sometimes, like especially like when I meet people, or like if I'm in a new dressing room and stuff, like I'm not shy to like kind of be that. And sometimes initially it can rub. And like a lot of people that you'll meet, they'll say that as well. Where like they'll be like, "Oh, I kind of like he came on strong initially, um, just because like I'm not quiet." No, <laughs> and like <laughs> a lot. Of, a lot of the advice that you get given initially is like, you know, be quiet and, you know, be respectful and stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm never, I don't like to think I'm disrespectful, but like, I know I'm definitely not shy or quiet. And sometimes when you first meet me, like a lot of people, it'll, it, it can rub them the wrong way, but like, yeah. I, I, I always come in with like good intentions. And eventually, if I hang around long enough, people will hopefully know that like it, it comes mm. from a good place. And like, um, and that's what like, and again, it, it's another thing and it's like another bit of advice that like I give to people. It's just like be respectful, um, you know, have a good attitude, have a good work ethic. Yeah. But like again, like we're not in the business of being shy. Um mm. have to speak to people. Um, yeah. you have to go out and like especially like if you've had a match and stuff, like if you just specifically going back to that PCW show for an example, like I remember like having my match and going getting to the back and like and just, like sitting down with T-Bone and T-Bone told me like, you know, six or seven things that I was just like, this would have been better, this could have been good, yeah. this was good, this could have been better and it's just, again, it's that thing of okay, if I've been given six or seven bits, little bits of, you know, feedback on my next show, I'm going to try and, you know, if I can make two or three of them even, yeah. I can improve on them, that's made me better and then like, you know, maybe on the next one, I can improve on another couple and then that's, that's how you get better, but then like to do that, you you have to put yourself in a position where you're consistently wrestling on shows. Yeah. But now, especially in the UK, the opportunity to wrestle consistently on a constant basis is there, which then means that like if you can get like good feedback of good people, you can get yourself better, and you can get yourself really good. The rate that you can get yourself better at is a lot quicker now than yeah. it was ten years ago. Um, so like a lot of the guys that are there teaching now, um, they didn't get the same opportunities that we're getting now to learn. Um, mm, yeah, which is why like a lot of guys are getting really good really quick because of those opportunities. And like the the, the guys that are getting really good and really quick are getting there because they're taking advantage of the opportunities. Yeah. Um, and it's like it's simple as that. Um, just because it's all there, it's all all the tools are now there, which is why like, which is why WDB have you know over the last what year and a half, two years, yeah, biggest wrestling company in the world has had a very close eye and a very you know vested interest in in the United Kingdom scene. Yeah, completely they've right. They've, they've they've recognized that. Oh wait, hold on, you know there's there's something there's something big kicking off here. So yeah, we better you know. You know, let's 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 look into it. And and again, it's only meant that a lot of the British lads are making more money, and there's an opportunity there, you know, for them to become like, you know, bigger stars. And like, you know, Pete Dunne's one of the best examples of it, if not the best example of you know, utilizing that platform and making himself into like, you know, a, you know, almost like a household name in yeah. the world of wrestling. Mm -hmm. And that's just one person. There's loads of people that have done that. There's, I don't think there's ever been in British wrestling, a, a, maybe since the maybe since the world of sport days, maybe even now, so many people actually making a living 
like yeah. where oh, this yeah. is their job. Oh, 100%. Like, I I quit my full-time job, like, a year, only like a year and a bit ago. Mm. And I was, and there was a massive thing with me where I was just like, wow, this 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 is way too early for me to be doing this. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to make it. And don't get me wrong, like, it was a big struggle. And, like, looking back, like, I probably I probably quit a lot earlier than I should have. Yeah. But because it was a struggle and like, you know, for money and stuff, but it's it's almost like if if you can take that risk and if you can take that, you know it's mm. almost putting yourself in a position of where I was like, Okay, I could get a part time job but then like I don't want to rely on the part time job. And yeah. it kind of forced to it forced me to push myself because I was like, All right, okay. I get those so extra easy. bookings, yeah. Yeah, even yeah. even to like you know, I've got the motivation now to like get those extra bookings so that I can get paid, so that I can eat. Yeah, or like you know, so that I can run my car, or I can get to the gym and stuff. Um, and like that's that's one of the best motivations to have is like you know, so that I can live. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it gives it, it it pushes you, um, or at least like it pushed me um, to you know keep going and keep working hard and stuff. And like it's almost that thing of like you gotta. You gotta keep working, but it's always very important to like enjoy, yeah. enjoy the moment that you're in, um, with the with the mindset of all right, okay, take it one step at a time, and what's next? And like that's the position that I'm in right now as well. Where it's just like all right, I'm in this tournament. What can I do in this tournament to make sure that like you know I stick around or like you know people know who I am? Um, and it is you just you've got to just take it one step at a time. Like my main aim initially when I first started training, because I started a bit later as well, it was literally like, all right, okay, let let me get to a set training session first. Yeah. All right, fine. Let me, you know, let me see if I can go through this beginner's course into the intermediate. And then you just take it, let me have a match on a show. And like, for me, like having a match on a show, like that was achievement enough. That was it. That was good enough for me at the time. I was just like, all right, you know what? Like, I never thought that I'd have one wrestling match in front of, you know, however many people yeah. in London. There must have been like 50, 60 people yeah. there. Um, but I did that and I was like, all right, this is great. Let's, okay, what can I do next? Yeah, you set your next goal, goal, don't you? Yeah. I think that's a really yeah. good yeah. attitude to have because I, you know, that's how I see it as well. Like yeah. when I started training, it was kind of, let's just see what happens. Do you know what I mean? I'll, I'm committed to exactly. trying. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, because again, if you if you go into it with that attitude of all right, you have the basis of like a good work ethic and a good attitude and yeah. like a good mind about things, and then if you just go in with okay, let's just take it one step at a time, you you'll surprise like if this goes outside of wrestling, this applies to like anything in life. You'll be surprised at what you can achieve just by you know having that attitude and having that good base. Having well, set achievable goals mm. and then achieving them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, because like, okay, anyone that gets into wrestling or anyone that goes to train, we all wanna, we all wanna be on like WrestleMania, or yeah. we all wanna be on like the biggest possible show, and we yeah. all, you know, we all wanna have great careers and make loads of money and become famous. Like that's a, that's something that like everyone wants, um, or like everyone in the world wants to like, you know, achieve something, you know, make make a lot of money or whatever it is that you want. Um, but it all starts with like small steps. Yeah, yeah I think people lose sight like, of that. Yeah, no, I, I I can think of a few people that could do with yeah being brought like... down to earth a little bit and stuff like that. That's a, it's a good way of looking at things with having that sort of okay. Here's the first step. Yeah, there's the second what? step. Yeah, because yeah. like, 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 is... and 
we all enjoy the attention. Like, yeah. <clears throat> if you get like a little bit of buzz, or like you know, if you get to the back after having a match, and like all the boys are like, "Oh, that was really good," or like you know, you had him or you did really well. Mm. We all we all enjoy that validation. Yeah. And we all enjoy that attention that we get. Or like you know, if you go to shows and you like you know, you get attention from girls and what whatever it is. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. it's, there's nothing wrong with enjoying it. There's nothing wrong with you know. Well, I'm sure you'll get plenty more attention from girls after this. Uh... This tournament. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> just, just before, just before we let you go, then, uh, Amir. Uh, just uh, final thoughts on the the tournament. You know, you've got Zach Gibson in the first round. Yep, what, yep. what are you um, looking at for that? Like, oh, it's going to be great. Like the the first round, the first rounds at download. Yeah, yeah. Friday, uh, which starts next Friday. Um, like this tournament is and like much like the first tournament but i feel like this tournament's going to be it's going to be big and it could be potentially the does it does it does it feel bigger to you cuz obviously um you weren't involved in the first tournament but do you no. feel like there's there's more to it this time which is something i wanted to ask do you yeah. feel like there's so much yeah. more invested this time oh 100% 100% and i feel like it's going to be i feel like it's going to be the start or like the hope is anyway yeah that, the start of it's the start of something big, um, and like it, there's, there's 16 guys in this tournament, and it's going to be like the, the first rounds at download. And like there's going to be the Royal Albert Hall show, which, like, again, specific, like for me, like I've got, I've never had like I've never been to the Royal Albert Hall or yeah. anything there, or it's not like you know close to my heart, so to speak, emotionally or whatever. But like. I know it's a big deal. But and it's a I know huge venue. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be massive. It's going to be great. So, like, that's like I'm excited for Download. I'm excited for Royal Albert Hall. Like, and I just, it's just great the fact that, like, I can, I'm going to be there as, like, as, as a part of it. Um, so, like, watching it, watching it at home on the network would have been amazing. Like, I did with the first tournament where I was just like, it's just crazy because like yeah. watching that first one, I was like, these are, a lot of these guys, like I know who they are and here they are, like you know the WWE Network wrestling, um, and like now it's going to be even better because I'm going to be kind of a part of that whole mm. this whole thing. Um, but yeah, like my again, it's that thing of like it's what we said, like one step at a time. So it's just okay. I've got this match with Zach. Um, do the best that I can. Try and you know you know make us as much of a lasting impression as possible and then see where it goes from there. Um, so, yeah, and, like, it, 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 with, no ma- with whatever time you're given, uh, we're, in the, we're in, like, the business of, like, maximising your time and making mm-hmm. sure people remember who you are with the time that you're given. Um, so, like, again, that's, that is that, that's my aim for this whole tournament or this whole UK, UK project is to, you know, Try and be here for as long as long as possible. Um, because again, yeah. like, I never thought that. You know, I never. I don't know how any, anyone else thinks about it, but like you know, getting into this initially, I didn't know that you know it was going to end up like this, and it's going to it was going to get this hot. You know, two three years no, ago. No, I don't think mm-hmm. anyone did. No, I don't think any of us did exactly. <sighs> so like, it's that it's that weird it's that weird thing of like. Walking around, like I remember, like I used to get the tube back from training at you know at, at Progress. Yeah, kind of like, oh, like I'd sit there and I'd watch like I'd watch like shows like Tough Enough and stuff like that, and I'd be like, ah, oh, that'd be so cool, you know, to be <laughs> in that environment. Mm-hmm. One day. But it'll probably yeah. never happen. But you know, it's you know whatever. Yeah, you know, like 
two and a half years later, you're there, and it's just like it's almost like a surreal experience. Um, you, you just, you know, it's just great to take it in, um, and it's just, uh, it's an incredible feeling, obviously. Um, mm. But again, after a bit, that feeling kind of like you kind of like almost you enjoy it, you just depress it, and it's just like, all right, I'll put that in my back pocket now. Now, okay, now I want to, I want to feel, I want to feel that. It's like a drug. It's like you want to yeah. feel it again. So it's just hmm. like, okay, now I need to work towards trying to get that feeling again, but on like a bigger stage. And it's just that step by step thing. It's just like, all right, how far are we, how far are we going to take this now? So like, sky's the limit. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Uh, and and best of luck to yeah, you. I yeah. mean, um, when you when you win that UK championship, we want you in the studio this time, uh, and you'll have you'll to bring it with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hope so. Um, but yeah, no, no, thanks, thanks for having me. Oh no, no worries. It's been time, it's mate. been a genuine pleasure no, to know, have you on. I know we said we'd be like we'd we'd, we'd be shorter, but once I get chatting, I'll. No, no, fantastic, and I think you've given some great advice out to uh, yeah. people, and uh, we'll we'll do our best to make sure this gets out to as many people as possible. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it's been an absolute pleasure. Enjoy, uh, enjoy the rest of your day, Amir. Um, Thanks a lot, guys. Get some sleep. Yeah, have a good in. Oh uh, yeah, I've right. got I've got two shows today, so that's <laughs> a busy day again. So. Oh god! Wow. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll let you get some rest then, Amir. Okay, but thanks for coming thank on. You guys. See you, man. See you so later, bud. For having me. No worries. Well, yes, that was uh, the Around the Ring in Seven Days interview with Amir Jordan, uh, WWE UK star. You can catch him at the first round of the UK tournament at NXT Download, which, as Amir mentioned, starts next Friday. And he's against Zach Gibson. Against Zach Gibson in the first round. That is going to be an absolute belter of a match. Yeah, I mean, Um, have you seen Zach Gibson's little uh, promo thing on... On YouTube, I haven't WWE watched it yet. I have been like, watching the back and forth between Amir and Gibson on Twitter. On Twitter, yeah, give them a follow. That. Yeah, uh, give them both a follow. Two of the most upstanding guys in pro wrestling today. Yeah, uh, everything I believe, like everything Zach Gibson says, like I believe there's an element yeah. of truth to you know what I mean. Like he really believes his words, so like it, it's just difficult. Like you can't not watch him yeah. when he's when he's talking. That's a that's a completely different podcast altogether. So that like is. I'm interested to see what Amir can bring. That is a completely different podcast altogether. Yeah. One worth maybe considering. We'll keep you updated. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. we'll see you we'll see you next week. Uh for another uh, round the ring in seven days. I think we'll obviously have a look at uh the first round of the UK tournament and we'll talk about that mm. as it's gone out. Uh and I think it's about time that we revisited a little bit of NXT. We haven't yeah. done NXT in a while, yeah. so I think we'll do uh, we'll do a little bit of a chat on NXT yeah. next week uh, and and see where that takes mm-hmm. us. But uh, in... see if Ricochet does any uh, crazy dive. Oh my flip god, has he got any? An- has he got ankles left? To you know, do I think dives on. Sam Bailey basically said uh, basically said Ricochet's just completed wrestling. Yeah, he just completed it. That's like he can now. do everything. That's done now. Yeah, no more wrestling. Anyway, so give us a follow uh, uh, at Ringin7 Ring on seven. Facebook, and I believe it's Ringin7Days on Twitter now. We have a, yes, we have a Twitter. we have a Twitter. Give us, give us a follow on there. We'll start doing a little bit more with the Twitter. Yeah, uh, we need once, to get on that. Once we get a little bit better at it, because I hate Twitter so much. Mm. Uh, but I'm learning to love it. Yeah. I'm learning to love it. And you can follow me at GuidingLightIQ. 
And me at, at Tom Mac Wrestle Pro. And Harry's here as well. I mean, I've not said anything. I know, yeah. All episode, but <laughs> I am here. Hello, everyone. Go Follow on, me plug yourself. At J Henry Hardy on Twitter. Brilliant. Excellent. We shall see you see all you next, next week. week. Bye. Bye bye.